Hey, this is Drew here with my little sister, Ashley, and best friend, Derek. And you're listening to New Release, a movie podcast with a time-traveling twist. Whoa, oh. Ashley, was that creepy <laughs> enough? Yeah, super um, scared. When the heck are we this week? I think we are trying to be in October, but no. <laughs> twist. Oh, yeah, ghost. I get it. Yeah. Um, well, we are in some kind of parallel dimension where up is down and left is right around the corner. Ooh, this clever. week, we're looking back already <laughs> on what we loved in 1977, then catching up on what we missed in 2022. And finally, the moment you've all been waiting for, we're ready to reveal the year in which we'll be spending our entire summer. Mm. Buckle the buck up, Brohim. Here's your hint. Brohim. <laughs> oh, I mean, go, you, you clearly wrote that, so... <laughs> Good, good one, Drew. Thanks. <laughs> Here's our hint. Oh. Hi. I believe in members-only jackets because they bring out the real me. The me that's always on the move goes for all those go-anywhere stuff. The me that loves color really loves that new fall look. But this me... Isn't really him. <laughs> so don't be fooled by lookalikes. It's only what? members only if it says so right here. I really believe in members only jackets. So do I. So, so should you. you. <laughs> oh, very cool. I'm sold. Really believe in them. Yeah, like wow. uh, like they exist. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. So that's a teaser for the time period we're going to be going to, but we're not ready to reveal that quite yet unless you've read the title of this episode. So let's um, let's look back on our the time period we just left 1977 what were y'all's favorite moments from the podcast from the movie era you name it erase your head yeah named it <laughs> i was gonna say my my one of my favorite parts of the season or the six-week period was uh not knowing what your reaction to eraser head was gonna be <laughs> and getting to find that out because it really yeah. could have gone any number right. of directions and uh, I was super excited for you to be excited, but yeah, it would have been yeah. fun either way. So. Right. But yeah, that was my favorite moment. Cause was, I didn't know what to expect in the first five minutes. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I was like, all right, I'm into it. I'm into it. And then I just kept watching it. So yeah, that was my Derek, favorite moment. Was do you want me to tell you yours? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Tony Hawk episode, of course. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. that, but I did miss Ash. So that, hmm. I wasn't going to choose that as my favorite. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> or, yeah, or, my favorite podcast episode was one. Yeah, when, when you weren't here, Ash. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was uh, that was really awesome. Yeah. So thank you for telling um, me my favorite moment. What's yours, Drew? My least favorite moment was the Star Watching Wars the episode. Watching the Tony Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Um, we really uh, shit the bed on the Star Wars episode, me in particular. So um, oh, apologies. No, no. We all shit the bed. We, no, none of us worry. know enough about Star Wars to be. It's a really hard movie to like. We were in a big, big about. bed and there was shit yeah. everywhere. Yeah, just yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So um, that was my least favorite moment. But yeah, you already hit on my favorite moments. Eraserhead for sure. And yeah, so um, rad. I mean, I didn't get a ton out of Rabid. The movie that we watched, even though I'm super excited, David Cronenberg has a new movie coming out this year. He hasn't made anything new in a while. Um, so that looks cool. Crimes of the Future or something it's called. And then uh, Smoking the Bandit. Eh, it was a little yeah. bit of a it was a really fun uh, discussion that we had. But the movie was meh. Yeah, I thought Rabbit was also meh. Meh. But that's um, okay. 
Okay. Well, um, I think we hit on this last week, but our most 70s, um, our most late 70s movie from the period has to be Smoking the Bandit, right? Oh, yeah. Hands down. Yeah. So definitely I not mean, Eraserhead. <laughs> definitely not Eraserhead. We Eraserhead got our first ever perfect score of zero, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is not an insult to the movie. Obviously, we all loved it, but yeah. it was timeless and out of time, uh, basically. So could not be quantified. Whereas Star Wars, I mean, Star Wars was constantly this our scale is being challenged in new and provocative ways and star wars was like <laughs> the an iconic 70s movie yet you know it says it right in the tagline it's set in a time far far away is that how it goes <laughs> yep. uh, a long time ago <laughs> in the distant future and a far time away uh so so yeah see we're already shitting the bed again um just uh, star wars is we should just do all the Star Wars reason. movies and then like just talk about them like we're experts and just make shit up. I think yeah. people would like that. <laughs> I mean, clearly, yeah. Well, again, <laughs> more listeners than we we do right now, just yeah, because well, of the name. Yeah, plenty plenty of room for growth. What about um merch sales? How are our how's our uh, merchandise performing? What what are some of our top sellers from this past semester, Ashley? Well, believe it or not, the <laughs> The Diablo bologna sandwich, the Diabolona sandwich is like their number one seller, the deli. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 good because you can ship it. You can let it sit on the shelf for weeks. It doesn't go bad. No, it's like a Twinkie. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's our number one seller. But we do have like a small deli, which I'm excited to like add more food products to that. Oh, yeah. um, and then the new release skate deck is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to buy one and just keep it like in pristine condition, I think. Yeah. Oh, they, right. uh, typically, you would just buy one and put it on your wall. Yeah, I'll do it's that. It's called a a wall deck. <laughs> Not I a mean, deck wall? <laughs> my okay. favorite, though, is seriously the magnetic nipple magnets. Yeah, yeah. That was, <laughs> I, anyway, yeah. They're still, and those are on my fridge, which I do like. They're pretty cool. Yeah, we're going to have um, limited edition runs of some of our previous bestsellers uh, always available. I think nipple magnets will make the, the Hall of Fame. So those will be constantly reissued whenever we run out. Um, okay. Well, I'm, I'm over 77. I don't know about y'all, but yeah, let's get out of here. Yeah. Um, let's go to present day. So, uh, are y'all enjoying being back home in the the present? Things are a bit different, but yeah, I like, I'm liking it. Yeah. Ashley, is it worth it to have a mortgage and a house and do all these home repairs, even though you spend like one week a year there? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Airbnb, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're we're settling back into the present day. What have, have y'all been watching? Any uh, new new releases? Yes. Finally, I'm right. not watching like Veep. Well, I'm still watching Veep, but <laughs> I won't talk about it. Uh, is it cake? What? <laughs> is it? Weren't you watching? Is it cake? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what are you? T- I already forgot it was a show. That's how good it was. Um, I'm watching Winning Time. And I don't know if you've seen this yet. It's very good. Um, so, but it's basically a story of the 1980s LA, um, the rise of the Lakers. Yep. Magic Johnson. Yeah. When Magic Johnson it's gets drafted. so good. And the way it's filmed is really cool. And it looks, it feels like you're in the eighties and it's just very well done. The acting's incredible. To Adam Are McKay you a basketball joint. fan, Ashley? I'm not. And I think that makes it even like a better show yeah. because I'm not really into basketball. Yeah. Some good. people that are like really uh, historians about the time in basketball have been quibbling with 
the liberties it takes with the facts and even like some basic outcomes of of games. Mm. I don't know why I I've actually been watching the NBA playoffs, <laughs> so I've been watching real basketball. But and I love uh, basketball is probably my favorite sport. I mean, I watch a lot of football as well, but. Uh, I haven't been, I haven't caught up on this show yet, so I'm excited to just watch it straight through. Now that I think it's it's all out, did the finale air yet? Um, I'm not sure. I think we're two episodes behind. Okay, yeah, I think it's so. the finale might have aired last Sunday, um, whatever time it is right now. Who knows? Yeah, and we started <laughs> and I started watching it, and it was like six episodes. And I thought that was like the six episodes of the finale, and I didn't realize they're still releasing episodes. I'm pretty pumped about it. Yeah. This isn't cool. like a finale, but maybe. But yeah, watching that, I'll leave one of those movies to you. And then the other movie I saw somewhat recently was X. Mm, I thought is... you were going to leave that one for me. Oh, no, I thought you would want the other one. I was trying to be <laughs> whatever. Fuck you. Um, yeah, trying to be nice. So, yeah, I was trying to be nice, um, which was very good. Um, so it's basically just a group of people that go to rural Texas to shoot a porn and then it turns into a horror movie. So Filmed in uh, New Zealand actually weirdly oh i didn't know because, that yeah i was just reading a article from the director ty west and they made it during the pandemic so they had to uh, go outside of the country to uh you know be able to adhere to protocols and so they filmed it and they found a place that like looked like rural texas but they said it was really it was more exciting because they were able to film somewhere that you know would have never been shown portrayed <laughs> yeah. uh, as texas before so it looked like they wanted it to, but was also a unique setting. So this isn't probably my favorite movie of the year. Stylistically, I mean, it's got like, it's about these uh, adult filmmakers. So they're, I mean, it's a horror, it turns into a slasher movie, but they're out in this uh, remote location to film uh, porn. And so there's all these like artistic uh, shots they show like them framing the shot and then they show the pov of the camera while they're like the dude who's making the it's porn really cool. is trying to put like an artful spin on it yeah um and and so and then but you know then things get messy in a hurry uh and there's kind of a twist i i didn't even know um i don't even know how much to say but i didn't know the thing about the main actor <laughs> oh. yeah um yeah. Going well, in. I, I actually yeah. really want to watch this now <laughs> yeah yeah, I, I um I watched it by myself. I really it would have been a really fun movie to watch with other people. So I'm down to watch it again soon. Um I what else? I usually watch porn movies by myself. So yeah, I mean it's not, <laughs> not very time. titillating, but it is well there is um, some boobs in it. Yeah, yeah, there's some. But yeah, it's more murdery. It's yep. very, <laughs> it's very good. And it's like kind of campy. I yeah, I enjoyed it. Um I, yeah. I was gonna say I was just gonna briefly touch on this one because I thought this was be the one that you'd want to talk about more. Oh, we can come back to it. Let's do Derek's. Okay. So I've been watching Euphoria season one, but it came out in 2019. So it's not necessarily new, but. Well, once you get to season two, you'll be caught up to 2022. Yeah. It's so. fucking awesome. I'm surprised it took you that long to watch it because like, the filmmaking and stuff is really impressive. I think that, well, pretty damn sure you and I watched several episodes, Drew. Yeah. And uh, I read visited it revisited it and yeah so yeah there's a there's a common theme with these things we're talking about so far where like super stylized filmmaking mm -hmm. oh yeah and that can be a uh, turn off in the wrong hands but all really artful in these in in these instances so 
um, yeah, Euphoria is um, the most heightened teen drama of all time, which is my favorite, one of my favorite <laughs> genres. Yeah. Like Derek and I have watched a lot of Riverdale as well. We haven't talked about that for a while. Yeah, um, it's been a- wow. On, yeah. on the oh, podcast, Riverdale is the the really bad version of Euphoria. Like it is, it has all the heightened um, production value, but none of real, none of the real like emotional uh, heft. And it's stylized, but kind of just completely superficial, which also is fine um, and entertaining. But I don't know. How would you compare Riverdale and Euphoria, Derek? Uh, Unreal, Riverdale, and then real Euphoria. Yeah. Yeah, Riverdale's like a cop from a comic book. So it's like super campy and yeah. Yeah. People talk about how like all over the top and ridiculous Euphoria is. And that's obviously true, but it deals with very real emotional yeah. um mm-hmm. you know depression and, and addiction issues in a in a very moving way sometimes i mean once you get to season two derek it's almost you know it's almost too much at times the longer you spend with these characters uh, zendaya being the the lead the more you want to see them get their shit together and that doesn't make for good tv you have to have <laughs> yeah. ups and downs unfortunately so yeah anyway um the show really packs a wallop um, anything else, Derek? Any YouTube vids you want to recommend? Uh, what were you nothing. trying to hunt down on Discovery Plus? Oh, yeah. Rhett and Link have a new show on Discovery Plus. I forget what it's called. Um, eating out, eating in, something. But they yeah. go, yeah. So <laughs> that sounds like X. Good, good mythical yeah. morning. Uh, <laughs> Rhett and Link, they do a lot of uh, food related videos. So they now have a show on Discovery Plus. Cool. Which I really want to fucking watch, but I can't find it. <laughs> yeah, so Warner Media bought Discovery Channel and they're going to fold that into HBO Max at some point, but um you might have to wait a little while for that. Um are we ready for, ready for mine? Nope. No. Okay, moving let's on. Keep talking, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Drew, uh let me guess. Everything everywhere. Yeah, so that's guess, the movie actually was teasing. Uh, I've been going to the theater a lot um in the short time that we've been back in the present day. So that's been that's been really fun. Yeah, this movie, uh, James and I saw it, friend of the podcast, and she's seen it twice in theaters. She wow. loved it. And uh, hmm. it's the title pretty much says it all. I mean, it's impossible to describe this movie other than the fact that it's like uh, hilarious and deeply moving at the same at the same time. I mean, and stylistically, again, like everything we're talking about, it's just like throws everything at you um people have called it maximalist filmmaking where it's just like all genres all styles all tones and somehow pulls all of that off um really effectively and when i went to see it i went with some friends and we decided to get high before slash during and have like an edible and i was like mm-hmm. this is gonna be amazing i'm gonna be high it's gonna be crazy <laughs> and it was so the film was so overwhelming that i kind of forgot i was high until the end right like, oh. wow interesting and then it ended and i was like am i i'm like yeah i'm high but i didn't even realize it because there's just like so much going on in the movie that i couldn't like differentiate which is pretty yeah. crazy. that's awesome so you were in the experience and weren't even thinking about reality like right. your reality reality yeah interesting mm-hmm. and then i got cool. and then it stopped and then I looked at my friend and she was like i was like i'm pretty high and she's like yeah i'm pretty high too i think <laughs> <laughs> the movie is yeah exactly like it's so overwhelming but you know, it just takes over all of your your senses. And that's that's interesting that it kind of like overrid 
what was happening in your, your body. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's so powerful. Um, yeah. So I saw that in theaters. I saw the new Nick Cage movie about Nick Cage played by Nick Cage, the unbearable weight of massive talent, also a favorite of James and her, uh, friends. So it was a, it was a very delightful movie, kind of a bromance adventure movie with of course the Nick Cage gimmick that, uh, I mean, it seems like a gimmicky movie, but it actually has like a real uh, heart and relationship at the center of it. So who's the other real. main actor in it? That- um, The dude from Mandalorian, Pedro Pascal. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, the dude that you never see in Mandalorian. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> I know the voice. Uh, the alleged I know the voice. dude. I mean, there's a lot of um, you see him once. theorizing. Right. Spoiler. Yeah. Wait, there's a lot yeah. of theorizing. Spoiler alert. That he's, that he's almost never actually performing because <laughs> he can just do the voice work and doesn't and they have a stunt person that's in the suit so mm. he's getting paid though um and he's great in this it's it's much better when you can see his face so um they make a good, cool pair and then i saw the new um nordic sort of uh viking inspired movie the northman so um how is that is, i've heard very good things about it but I- yeah it's again like hyper or you know cinematically really beautiful and stylized and some incredible action sequences alexander skarsgård plays uh the titular character and um got super buff it's like a it's it's like an artful version of the 300 or something where the 300 was just like all testosterone unchecked this is like more more of um a character study i mean it's a very basic story and it has some uh moments of absolute you know violence and destruction but it has like a lot of beauty and simplicity in between those moments so so out of those three movies which one is your favorite i mean out of those three well that's right i'd say everything for sure out of those three wait out of those four yeah if we're throwing x X in the mix then it's tricky if i'd seen x in theaters it would be right up there with, with everything. I did. And it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so those are, those are neck and neck. Um, I would say X is just more my type of movie. So it has a bit of an unfair advantage. Um, but yeah, those are, it's been a, it's been a good run. I'm excited, uh, going to the theaters and these different time periods that we've been visiting has me really amped up to go to the theater in present day as well. So and I see all the streaming notes. options. I see in your notes, American Psycho. Yeah. <laughs> I Talking did, um, about coincidences, which you and I have kind of talked about. I was uh-huh. just talking about that movie yesterday. I was probably, I probably brought it up or no, <laughs> I didn't bring it up. No, before uh, you and I even hung out. I was just nice. I was thinking about it. Yeah. Talking it to is... Mark about it. Oh, really? Wow. Great, great film. It He's is so incredible. It. Yeah. 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 I, I so wanted that's to like. List. So, yeah, I I just randomly flipped that on TV. I've been wa- begrudgingly watching Flight Attendant season two on HBO Max. And in between episodes of that, I just flipped over to cable and it happened to be on Cinemax. So I watched that came out in, in 2000, but it's set in the uh, late 80s. And so like and it's based on a book that was written in the in have the you 80s. read the book? By yeah, or actually it's maybe it's hard to read. Yeah, I think the book came out in the in the 90s, but um, set a little before that. Yeah, the book is written by Brett Easton Ellis, who wrote mm-hmm. Rules of Attraction and Less Than Zero. And 
I definitely had a phase where I was really into his writing. It's very nihilistic and, and depressing. And American Psycho is so satirical and heightened that it somehow manages to like, you spend time with this character without ever, without ever feeling like it's, it's not glamorizing or you're not supposed to empathize with him whatsoever. It's just a, a study and a takedown of that type of, of toxic uh, male behavior. And obviously in addition to just the normal toxicness, he's also um, violent. Maybe, so maybe, yeah, maybe. Yes. Well, whether he's doing it or not, he's <laughs> he's thinking about it. Thinking about it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I tried um, to read the book, and I was like, it kept giving me nightmares. So I have to really? go back to it. But me, yeah, it's just like so descriptive that it's just, it's it's hard to read. I yeah, mean, it's very well written, but it's hard to read. And the fact that I imagine everything and then I like have nightmares about it. So yeah, good yeah, times. Whatever. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's um let's take another break and then reveal where we're going next. I have to let Ooh. my cat out. He'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. It's here, the G.I. Joe collection. Infantry Trooper. Codename Grunt. Bazooka Soldier. Codename Zap. Motor Soldier. Codename Short Fuse. Laser Rifle Trooper. Codename Flash. Ranger. Codename Stalker. Communications Officer. Codename Breaker. Machine Gunner. Codename Rock and Roll. Counterintelligence. Codename Scarlet Commando. Codename Snake Eyes. Each sold separately. G.I. Joe from Hasbro. Can we have code names? We need code yeah, names. Yeah, so I'm choosing short fuse. I was gonna say short fuse, but I, okay, <laughs> not for you. I was gonna say for Drew, but let's let's know. reveal those next week or give ourselves some time to, to okay. think about it. But we can have code names for the whole new season of new release, which will be set when Ashley. 1982. Yes, best year ever. The best year, but specifically the best summer ever. So. I got some feedback that our six-week semester time period structure was confusing. Um, so was it from our mom? Not, Just kidding. No, it Shout was. Out, it Peggy. was. Yeah, it was from Mark again. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I'm just assuming that people were confused by that. So. Um, we're going to spend a little more. We're not going to go back to spending a full year in each time period because that's a little limiting. But we're going to spend a full season which is also confusing because we were calling uh, each year a season. Now we're calling oh, no. it a season, a season. Oh, so this it, season Oof. is summer. <laughs> the summer um, season. Okay. Got summer it. season. Got it. Yeah. Following. So how many months are typically in a season, Ashley? Not three. a trick question. Yeah. Three. Um, so we're I know extending. It's not a trick question. <laughs> we're, well, well yeah. I mean, when, what would you call it? What would you consider summer? Apparently this is a trick question. Uh, June, July, August, May, yeah. June, July. No, May is spring. <laughs> yeah, May is oh. still spring. I mean, there's a technical. Oh, that makes sense. A, there's a correct answer to this, just based on what the calendar says. I think it's like you know the first week of June to the first through the first week of September. But regardless, we're starting a little early. We're getting a head start on summer, much like the uh, movie season does. But we're going to be spending. Um, all the way through the end of August in 1982. And boy, what a doozy of a, <laughs> of a lineup. Um, we're going to dip our toes in with uh, something that harkens back to our first season of new release. Would you say Hawkins um, back to our first season? Harkins. Uh, uh, that's, that's, that's coming. That's coming up. Yes. Hawkins back. <laughs> that's good. Um, this is uh, an Arnold joint. The original we watched Conan and, and man, did I spend another hour 
of unnecessary <laughs> time researching how to pronounce his name because all the YouTube, you know, the genre of YouTube videos where people just pronounce stuff. No. No. Okay, well, there's a there's a YouTube video basically Drew for just how to watches pronounce it for three hours, and they all <laughs> they all say Conan. they all say Conan Conan Conan, but and that's how Conan Conan O'Brien says it. But in the original movies, I did confirm this through footage. They say Conan, which is what I always thought. Yeah, I can't remember where we landed last time, but it is a hundred percent definitively Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. That's how oh. I remember it. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, we're going to be watching the first one and uh, that'll be a fun kind of throwback to our, can we still call it our first season of new, our 1984 edition of new release um, featured the sequel to this movie. So that'll be fun to see where it all began. Yeah. I'm excited. And I love the eighties movies. So yeah. And nothing screams 80s more than this next one which is the third <laughs> of a movie series that's up to maybe like seven now um but we have a trailer preview for this one so let's just let that speak for itself this guy is a wrecking machine now it's time for rocky to face the challenge of his life my first time in my life on a Thunder lips. it's time for new allies new enemies New dreams, new tears. Yeah, Mr. T is the main character, danger, but Hulk Hogan's also in it. New courage, new love, new excitement. It's time for Rocky Three, rated PG. Now playing at specially selected theaters. All right. So, what are we hawking back to, Ashley? Hawking <laughs> back to Stranger <laughs> Things. Yeah. Yes. Stranger Things 4. So I want to say, I know season two or three was set specifically in 84. So mm -hmm. season one might have been set in 82-ish. And I don't know what part of the 80s they're going to be in for part four because they had to take a little bit of an extended layoff um, mm -hmm. while making this, this season. But it's going to be released in two parts. So we're going to watch part one. Um and discuss the entire T of like the nine episodes or something that they've released for that in uh, at the end of May. And then at the beginning ish of June of July, sorry, um, we're going to, we're going to watch part two. No, of stranger things. Oh, so there's shit. two different parts of it. Yeah. <laughs> and then what Ashley? And then they're, and then we're not poltergeist. Yeah. So <laughs> the the whole impetus for this time period or the, the motivating factor when we were doing six week periods, yada, yada, was this incredible run of movies at the start of June. So starting with poltergeist, just, just quickly run through everything up to stranger things. Part two, Ashley. Okay. Poltergeist ET, which is going to be sweet because I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I don't even know if I've seen the whole thing. Um, and then my the one I'm looking forward to the most, Blade Runner. Mm -hmm. Never seen in the new one, never seen the old one, so I'm pretty excited for this. Um, do we have a little clip on it? No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, um, I just mean? wanted to. Well, I wanted to capture how cool this this month is. So oh, it's Poltergeist, E.T., Blade Runner, The Thing, The Thing, Tron. Yeah, Tron. So I mean, in in famously, Blade Runner and The Thing came out in the same weekend, and they were. They came out a week after E.T., which would go on to be the highest grossing film since Star Wars. It would it would pass Star Wars as the highest grossing film. So these movies that would become cult classics were completely overshadowed at the box office, <laughs> unfortunately. But 
what an insane run of movies um, at the start of the summer of 1982 with Poltergeist, E.T., Blade Runner, The Thing, and Tron, whatever. Um, Wait, what was the list? Just Poltergeist, kidding, E.T. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I'm so excited for that. There's going to be some lulls in the back half, uh, well, something to look forward to <laughs> of the summer, but that is, uh, the beginning is absolutely stacked. So yeah, now we can hear your, we have two trailers from this time period. I don't know if we need both of them, but Derek, you can pick whichever one you want to play. Blade Runner. Which one did you pick? <laughs> He's running on the edge of the future. He's running out of time. Harrison Ford. Blade Runner. Rated R. Now playing newspapers. Do you guys think Harrison Ford's attractive? Rated PG. Hmm. Um. E.T. Extraterrestrial. Damn, we don't need both of them back to back. No, I was trying to end Blade Runner trailer with E.T. Oh, <laughs> Blade Runner E.T. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, so uh, medium attractive. Derek, what do you think? What? Harrison Ford? Oh, attractive? Um, yeah. Yeah. Harrison Ford or E.T. Who's hotter? <laughs> hmm. I'll, no. think, I'll just think about that one. <laughs> yeah, I got to think about it too. E.T. or Eraserhead, baby. Erase. E. Oh, Jesus. E.T. Yeah. yeah. E. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. And I, I watched Poltergeist like a year ago. So, man, I can't wait to revisit that again because I'm always surprised how effective that movie is. So, yeah. And then the thing, of course, man, I mean, we'll just, we just watch that with dad, too. Yeah. We'll just keep repeating these. It's so <laughs> good, though. It's so good. Um, all right. And now here now for the wall. So this is what I call the Derek um portion of the summer <laughs> okay let's hear no it. i mean I, I think some of these are oh, are up here oh shit yeah, yeah fuck yeah dolly yeah. okay so <laughs> i have Best not seen house in texas yep i have not seen that i dolly don't Parton. know uh, if the title is like accurate or or i don't know what the tone of this movie is but i'm guessing it's a fun like whorehouse movie um <laughs> And then I'm guessing right. Forced Vengeance is Chuck um, Norris, baby. Did Chuck we do Chuck. it, Chuck Norris? I know we've we've slandered no, we him. We just talk about it constantly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Feels like we uh, have, but we I might get it. my dad on that podcast. Yeah, that Ooh, would be great. Yeah, for sure. And then we have the ultimate Derek movie. Uh, someone you reference, or actually the winner of our best mustache rank yeah. the blank a week ago. Mm -hmm. uh, Things are tough all over. Have you seen this Cheech and Chong joint? Uh, nice. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I have. I don't think. Oh, okay. Surprise, um, surprise. Yeah, I didn't. Need, I was looking through the titles trying to program this <laughs> second half of the season, and that one, I didn't realize it was a Cheech and Chong movie, so I skipped over it at first. But so that'll be fun. And then we have um, probably like one of the definitive uh, teen sex well i don't even know if i should call it a teen just like a teen comedy um mm -hmm. that that really kicked off the genre fast times at regiment high and um it'll be i'm sure that'll be an interesting revisit all the teen comedies we've watched are very um interesting how they age so <laughs> problematic <laughs> yeah i mean problematic to varying degrees and this one um 
I'm Might sure will be cake. no exception. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's a star studded cast and you've got Sean Penn, a Spicoli, of course, one of Nick Cage's first roles, I believe as a very small part of this movie, but he's like the manager yeah. of the pizza place or whatever. Right. Yeah. The mall, so, the mall, whatever food place, food court. That place. sounds, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we're slowly working our way through the entirety of the Friday the 13th <laughs> franchise. We have the yes. this, the the movie that spawned a thousand magnetic nipples, Jason X. We watched, was it our first movie ever basically was Friday the 13th part, whatever one came out in 84. So which number was that? Four Let's or see. five. They were coming out pretty much every year. It's probably five. Um, anyway, because one, two, and three came out in back to back, back to back years. So, and then of course, Jason X. I think we've watched, uh, have we watched three or four of these so far? I mean, we've only done three, it, we, probably three, and this will be the fourth. Yeah. Anyway, um, or not, not enough. And it was, uh, the fourth, movie. four, the final chapter. Yeah. Okay, so they finally skipped a skipped a year in '83. There was no Friday the Thirteenth movie, unfortunately. Right. Just, yep. Dang. Cool. Um, and then uh, we each picked a movie that we were most excited about, and I picked this one for Derek. So <laughs> yeah, thank you. Please introduce the <laughs> the trailer. Surprise! It wasn't the forces of nature, <laughs> the animal kingdom, brought them together. Oh, this is my this favorite. Is favorite. Yeah, this yep. is your favorite. He, the beast master. That's your dark. code name. That's your code name. Oh shit! Okay, this is their quest, <laughs> their challenge, their epic Eric adventure. Eric Here is a new kind of hero and heroine. This looks so rad. Starts Friday at selected theaters in Dallas, Fort Worth. Check your newspaper for oh, listings and showtime. Cool. This will be in Dallas. In Dallas. We can spend uh, from best little whorehouse in Texas on. We can uh, spend in Dallas, maybe. Okay, that sounds good to me. Um, yeah, so we have Conan as our first movie and Beastmaster as our last movie, which is nice is a nice fantasy bookend. And to we're the also season. gonna watch uh, Poltergeist, E.T., Blade Runner, The Thing, and Tron. <laughs> exactly. What a season, man! Um, <laughs> no, I'm I'm super excited. I mean, uh, I've had a lot of fun, and obviously, we want to mix it up and and evaluate different times, but. I think it's fair to say the eighties are our favorite, our sweet spot. So yeah. it's exciting to be spending an entire season, which is three months roughly. Of the summer. Yeah. An entire <laughs> summer season in nineteen eighty two. Really get our feet wet and um just splash around all through the <laughs> the summer lineup. What are what are y'all um <laughs> What? <laughs> what kind of jobs? What kind of uh, summer activities do we have planned? I'm gonna be a lifeguard at the pool. Damn it! Oh, okay. I was like, so like I'm Billy in Stranger Things. Job. Yeah. I was He's... just thinking that because I wish Billy would come back in Stranger Things. He was like my mm, favorite. He but might. It's who knows? A, it's that kind of show. But yeah, I'm gonna be a lifeguard. Okay, cool. Derek, I was gonna call your job out, and I was gonna say lifeguard, ice cream man. You can work at that. You can work there too. You can, yeah. yeah. I'll sell treats. Or... Yeah, I'll Drink be the, the ice, ice cream man. But that's, yeah. that's so odd. I'll be the cool ice cream man, not the not the creepy one. Extra cool. Yeah. <laughs> when Ashley and I worked at a timeshare resort, I was the pool guy and she yeah. was the activities counselor. So I've got experience. I might have to uh apply for the same job as you and see who gets it. 
And it's the 80s, so you're screwed. Yeah, you're definitely going to get the job. (laughs) Although you're a well, I mean, I mean, women might have some advantages in being picked to wear a bathing suit. Yeah, that's true. And <laughs> the 80s might uh, might be something that uh, you're more qualified for. Time to work out. Got to get ready. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I'm, I can't wait. Uh, again, 1977 was fun, aside from the Star Wars debacle. But it's exciting. Hardly a be- debacle. It was just a fi- <laughs> it was fine, Drew. An get epic failure. Uh, <laughs> a galactic mishap. But... <laughs> We are going to make up for that and more with the new summer season, starting with Conan next week. So that's all I've got. Any y'all got anything else before we? Uh... Oh, wait, I guess we should plug some stuff. At? Yeah. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> Ashley, uh, what are your, what are your plans for the Instagram account? Completely ignoring it like you did for the summer? Yeah, 70s? I think so. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I might just once a month just do something. I mean, we're gonna have some fun, some fun fashion, some fun movie set footage potentially to I'm share. I'm gonna do so. whose nipple is this and do Conan, <laughs> oh. Rocky. I already, I already have one. I already have one. Dolly Parton. Can't oh. do that one. Can't do that <laughs> one. But you know, what about the option. nipple from the thing? That's oh, gonna be yeah. very obvious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. What about ET's nipple? Yeah, for sure. Did ET um, have nipples? Yeah, yeah he's, they're out he's shirtless. the entire film. I haven't seen the movie since I was a kid. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. I'll put ET's nipple in there. Okay. Um, well, so we've got that uh, at New Release Podcast on Instagram. And the best way to follow along is to subscribe on Apple or Spotify by searching New Release. It's that simple. So that's all I got. Ashley? Well, just to wrap it up, that's a season. Summer season. Three months long. <laughs> Of 82. (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, end of the period. Oh, yeah.